0: What is
1: up? Hey guys. It's Liza. And Cammie. And we're here for another episode of Laugh It's Funny. Today we're going to talk about Easter.
0: In the South. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody do Easter like the Southerners. You're
1: right. Even though I'm not sure if it's right.
0: But it's what we know. It is. That's what we know. doesn't matter if it's right. It's what we grew up with.
1: Yeah. No matter
0: how strange.
1: What are uh, some of the best traditions that you guys had growing up?
0: Well, we had a lot of them, but literally any time I think of Easter as a child, I always think of the very first thing that happened in the morning, and it would be one of two things. It would be either waking up and going to get our Easter baskets, Mm -hmm. or it would be the sound of my father's voice singing hymns throughout the house. Okay. The up from the grave... He rose. Oh, I'm familiar, but in case our listeners are not, let's let's get a little bit of that action. Okay. So, set the scene. We're fast to fucking sleep. And, (laughs) And then, out of nowhere, while we're minding our own business, in our little slumber dreams... My dad would bust up through the hallway singing, Up from the grave he arose, <laughs> with the mighty triumph for his foes. He arose, a victor of the dark domain, and he lives forever with the saints to reign. <laughs> Just he like arose, he arose, hallelujah, cross.
1: That is the entertainer, and our friend.
0: My dad sounds better than that.
1: You get it, you get it straight from your daddy. I okay. do get All it from right. my dad. So as soon as you would hear that, would you guys just like jump up and come to attention? We didn't have a choice. Mm. I mean, it's not sure. like we were going back to sleep after that. True. Time to get up. Yeah. Does your dad still do that when you see him
0: on Easter Sunday? I think sometimes. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. That's cute. Yeah, it's precious. <laughs> Love my daddy. Dang. but yes we would always have Easter baskets mm-hmm. were they like the did your mom like put them together or yes. or what I think we've had mixtures of both but mm-hmm. i always remember getting the most obnoxiously sized basket and it wasn't like the basic like it was either a really cute plastic basket mm-hmm Or bucket, really. Yeah, She really thought about the dual use of the Easter basket, you know? Right. Because you've got the cute ones, and then you've got, like, the super functional ones that Mm -hmm. you can also egg hunt with. Yeah. And I think we were going for that dual purpose type thing. So, But I remember, I think my favorite Easter basket was this giant teal one. It was like a woven... The real thick wicker, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Thicker wicker. Okay. <laughs> That's my kind of wicker. <laughs> <laughs> but it was giant, and the hand, it was just very beautiful. And it was teal. Mm-hmm. And of course, there'd be Easter grass everywhere. Right. That's so cute. If, I know all of our
1: Easter baskets, for the most part, from what I remember, they were. Made by my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she would pick out the basket, yes. pick out the candy that she knew that we liked, mm-hmm. whatever little toys, Socks. and put it together. CDs. I remember CDs. I was just about to say, tapes. I remember one time I got a Kirk Franklin. Yes! God's I Property. Whoop, whoop. Yes, I got a God's Property <laughs> album in my Easter basket, and I thought I was a shit.
0: Yeah, girl, because it was you amazing. were.
1: It was amazing. And I think we should probably listen to this when we get done. Like, just have, like, a little yes. Kirk Franklin yes. reunion Yes, while moments. our episode is, like, saving. Loading, yes. It's um, going happen. So, I just remember getting those baskets, but it didn't keep me from, like, being in Walmart and seeing those like mm. pre-made ones yeah. and just being like, with all the things yeah. yeah and i remember thinking like god i want one so bad yeah. and then when i got older as a joke um someone that i was with had never gotten an easter basket before and so i just yeah. thought you know i'm going to get this person an easter basket mm-hmm. and so i just grabbed one of those store bought ones and then when we opened it the next morning I realized what shit is in those yes. those baskets. Smarties. Like, anybody want Smarties. The toys like fall apart after yes. five seconds. I thought no wonder my mom would never let me have one of yeah. those. And it's now a waste of money. Now that I'm a mom, I keep getting tempted to just take the easy route. But then I'm like, no, you can't do that. It's just going to fall apart. Yeah. You got to be a real woman and piece that shit together.
0: Yeah. Like your mama and That's like right. your mama before her. Now, question: Are you pro? Or con Easter grass. Oh, pro Easter grass. Really? You've got to have it. I don't know. I feel like it's really bad for the environment. Well, you you know, they've
1: got the paper one now. Yeah,
0: the little crinkle yeah. cut ones. Yeah,
1: you could always recycle that. that. That's yeah, true.
0: That's what I've used Okay, for, for my I kid. I would worry about a pet eating it. Yeah. Or, you know, your vacuum clogging up as you yeah. clean them. Well,
1: <laughs> honestly, like, my kid is such a like little Tasmanian devil when he opens the stuff that it's surprisingly, like it all stays together in a clump. Oh, like he just quickly grabs it and throws it down and it's all just like in one clump anyway. So it's easy to just grab and and trash. But that reminds me, I've got, you know, I've got only a few days left to do that jazz. I know. And it's starting to be like Valentine's day. Like if you don't get that stuff ahead of time, time, it's all gone. When you get closer, there's not going to be anything left. True. Um, but I was in Walmart today just getting, like, a few groceries, and I was kind of eyeing the Easter basket stuff. It is so excessive now. Yeah. Like, I i don't know why we need this many options of everything, <clears throat> but that shit is stressful. Yeah. Like, I feel like all holidays have kind of gotten out of control mm-hmm. in terms of all of the little shit you can buy. True. But that's neither here nor there. So We're on Easter. What is your favorite Easter candy? I do like some peeps. Uh, love peeps. And I have to eat like the first bite is Tastes always the like tail. Cavities. Right, yeah. <laughs> Tastes like diabetes. <laughs> um, I don't want to die of diabetes. <laughs> I always have to eat the tail first of the peeps. That's nasty. What do you eat first? The ears, dude. Nah, dude, booty first. Actually first. <laughs>
0: I- <laughs> Don't judge. I like to suck all the sugar off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, <like>, we're naked no, <laughs> peep. <laughs> <laughs> <Old bald-headed, laughs> peeps. Oh ball headed, looking
1: ass peeps. Oh slick ass peeps. No sugar having peeps. <laughs> Peters look, look Look like powder.
0: They do. The movie. <laughs> my husband loves that movie i think it's the dumbest shit ever <laughs> when we had cable before hulu happened mm-hmm. he would always stop and watch powder i'm like are you watching powder again, again? things i never thought i have to say as an adult um let's see yeah other than that so, no i feel like peeps are just kind of how could you not like peeps i love peeps me too one time i saw a youtube video where someone made a deep fried peep and now that's all i can think about hmm. around easter Challenge accepted. Might have to do it. But yeah, Easter baskets were a big deal. Yeah. We would always get Easter books, too. Oh. Um, and I would always remember opening my basket in my pajamas with the sponge rollers in my hair. Did you cute. get sponge curlers in your I hair? I did. I had them. I had them I, I every now like and, and then. I a hot mess, but I was cute. Mm-hmm. I was real cute. I love those. Anyways.
1: Damn. Okay, so yeah.
0: another aspect of Easter... The clothing.
1: Yeah, I felt like, and I don't know if this is a Southern thing, but my mom always made sure that we had a new dress for Easter. Oh, yeah. Every year. Totally. And we just, like,
0: we always knew we were getting a new dress. Like, Mm -hmm. it was exciting. And you know what? That dress better match everybody else's outfit in your family. I'm pretty sure my sister and
1: I had matching dresses. That would make sense. And then whenever I got to be like 13, (laughs) I remember being in goodies. Yes,
0: I loved goodies. I think I
1: was maybe 13, maybe younger. um, And I got this one dress sticks out of my head because it was like a lavender color and it had, it was knee length, but it had like a little slit in it. Six. And that slit probably was like two inches tops, but in my head, I looked like Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> and I remember going to church like, ooh, the preacher's son is going to go crazy when he sees this. You're welcome, youth group. You're welcome. Oh, y'all want me to pass out the uh, the bulletins today? <laughs> I got you. You want me to take up the offering too? You're
0: stepping only with your slit leg first. (laughs) Like, hi. Just sidle it up to everybody. Giant step forward. Yeah, did you pull a muscle? No. Happy (laughs)
1: Easter. He has risen.
0: (laughs) Did some bunny say Easter? (laughs) God, why didn't didn't more guys want us back then? I don't know. I I I don't don't know. know. Yeah, our outfits were always really cute. My brother and I would match. Not, he wouldn't wear a dress, obviously, but he always had little suspenders and That's a precious. bow tie and yeah. a hat to mm-hmm. match. Um, and I think my favorite Easter dress that I had, I could only wear one Sunday because I got communion juice on it. Oh, no. And it was like an Ampere waist. Uh huh. And it, it was like short sleeve, blue floral, but then at the Ampere waist, it. Amper. Empire waste whatever, they say it differently on like Project it. Runway. I was following you. Empire waste whatever, but it split mm-hmm. and underneath it was like a ivory color. Yeah. So it was super cute. There's a little bow. It was kind of a little sweetheart neck. It was really mm-hmm. cute. Um, but on that ivory like part, I mm-hmm. got freaking great juice on it. Dang it! It was dumb. That's tragic. So, but yes, yeah, so we would always match everybody and. Have a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Did you have Easter photo shoot uh, in front of the azalea bushes? <laughs>
1: not not really. Like, I Or think, the dogwood
0: trees. That was what we had, yeah. really.
1: I feel like mom would put us together and, like, take a picture of, like, the kids real yeah. quick. But usually Easter was so busy with, like, church and then go home and then everybody comes over mm-hmm. and then you have, you know, yeah.
0: lunch. And we would so we're always, all running around. Our church that we went to, it was, like, an hour away in the middle of nowhere because that's where my grandparents went. And we would go to their house first and eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother always had fresh biscuits made. And they're the best freaking biscuits ever. So in every picture at Easter, my brother has a biscuit in one or both hands, just depending. It's so adorable. But we would have to wait. We would almost always be late for church because we would wait on our entire family to get there. Well, my dad has three other siblings all of which are married, two of which have kids. And Mm so, and one of them would live in, they lived in Kentucky. And so they would have to drive all the way down Mm -hmm. and they would always be running behind because my crazy aunt would never prepare, Mm -hmm. you know, her life is so hard as a stay-at-home mom. She would never get time to go shopping while the kids were at school. That wasn't an at to stay-at-home moms, just to my crazy aunt. Just to that specific Um, one. But they would stop at the mall on the way (laughs) into town mm-hmm. and get clothes. oh wow it was that last minute or yeah. they would stop like the day before anyways but without fail we would be sitting in the middle of church and there would be like tags still on all of her <laughs> clothes <laughs> because they were, like it was a mess so all the pictures that we had everyone looked real put together Mm-hmm. And then we'd have all the 11 billion cousins. All of us would be looking in a different direction. It was like the world's greatest JCPenney ad because right. none of us were looking at the camera. How many cousins? Um, one, two, three, four, five. Five cousins. Girl. They were Not like, including. I mean, there were more. But when yeah. I was growing up, we had five plus, my brother and I. Our,
1: our family, like, Easter photos looked like a poster for the United Nations. I love it. Because there were, like, I want to say 11 or 12 grandkids. Mm -hmm. And my mom, it's my mom's family who lives here, and she has three sisters, and each sister married into a different ethnicity. So all the children that were born from these marriages, they're all different... I love shades it. of brown. So it's like a gradient. It's a gradient. It I really love it. it. It really is a gradient. So when you get us all together and you get all the kids together, it's just like, we
0: are yeah. the world. <laughs> we are the children. Like hands across America. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah and did you have bows in your hair this is um, another important thing i
1: did when i was little like I my love grandmother mhm my my grandmother for a while had made bows for me that matched um, socks that she also made so like she would get regular white socks and mm-hmm. then buy lace to put on the, to yes. put on, so cute. Um, to put on the ankle of the, the socks. The sock. Yeah. yeah. And then she would match it to hair bows that she would make for me. I love it. So I had a shit ton of those. And then, um, whenever I was really little, like there are pictures from when I was born in Panama and then from Panama. I did not know that. Yeah. Like legit Panama, Panama, um, Central America. Panama. Well, I am Cammie. I know. And, um, but there are. Like, the way my mom dressed me as a baby, I'm just like, damn, can you still dress me? Like, oh my I was the cutest baby. Aww. And then, as I became a toddler, was when I really started stepping into, um, you know, just my <laughs> style. Yes. But mom had me in, um, there's one photo, and I have on, like, a little bonnet and white gloves. Um, like, Flashy. Who stopped buying me white gloves? <laughs> I should still have white gloves. I feel like I was such a lady Listen, at Listen, Mary Poppins. I just need them. <laughs> I just need them. I don't like gloves. I'm they're, claustrophobic. They're adorable.
0: Okay. I'm going to get the some. The only time you put a glove on me is when I also have a dry skin and cuticle treatment on Stop. my hands. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm not am But I back. do appreciate the clean, sophisticated look of a glove. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you have big egg hunts with your family?
1: I did, and I w- I was always the worst at it because I hate confrontation, especially and in- confrontation and competition are not they're not for me. So like. What it looks like for me to be in an egg hunt is everyone else running around. Oh, go ahead. And I slowly, oh, yes, oh. I slowly approach an egg and someone else
0: crunched, but you go ahead,
1: you <laughs> someone it. else will run in and I'm like, oh yeah, no, you go ahead. Oh my gosh. Like, you go ahead. That was me. <laughs> Every time wow. I'd end up with like the least amount of eggs or here's the worst part. Let's say I had gained some courage and so yeah. I got some eggs. I would immediately you give them away. No, I wouldn't give them away, but like any joy that I felt would be replaced with guilt whenever I saw that I had more eggs than someone else. Oh and my god!
0: I know. I what should is be that Catholic.
1: like? Did, well, living with guilt, um, <laughs> it's pretty stressful. But I like I feel like I've always been like guilt ridden for no reason. Like nobody taught me to be like that. Um, but I just <laughs> I just oh took it god. on. So That's egg so hunts like
0: they're they're fun to watch. Ah. Uh, Love egg hunts. (laughs) I bet you killed it at egg hunts. I was neither non-confrontational or shy of of competition. Right. I hunted eggs well into my adulthood. Stop it. Even with child cousins. Yeah. Because I wanted to win. I wanted that golden egg that wasn't actually golden. It was actually sponsored by Reynolds Wrap because it was wrapped in silver tinfoil. Did it have money in it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so um, we would gear up. Okay. Let me just also add, this egg hunt that we usually did when I was little, like the big kahuna, it was with my dad's entire extended family, Mm -hmm. which equals the population of a small hick town. Yeah. All of us would go to my aunt's house, my great great aunt's house, and go hunt. Mm -hmm. And they would, like, rope off the perimeter. And they had trees. And they had like tree stumps and they had dips in the ground and, and plants and flowers and it was the whole thing and so they would be hiding eggs for a good while and all the kids would have to stay in the house while this brigade of adults hid all of the things and yeah. every every family was responsible for bringing a bag of candy and like a dozen eggs or 20 eggs whatever mm-hmm. filled or boiled and dyed, which was always super fun mm-hmm. i hated dyeing them i loved eating them yeah. Anyways, so I, I was probably the only seven-year-old sitting on their swing set eating a boiled egg. No, with i a salt too. shaker in one hand. I'm I like, love yes, them. yeah. So, anyways, but we would finally get out there. We would line up everybody, and they would get someone to an, like announce "go" or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like running of the bulls with all these yeah. kids. As it should be. And so, we would hunt. I would... I, I didn't think about anybody other than myself wanting mm-hmm. the egg. Um, but my my parents are really good about videotaping these occurrences. Mm-hmm. And on one of the videotapes, <laughs> my older cousin... Um, well, two older cousins. One of them was my like direct, immediate cousin, I guess. Mm-hmm. My direct cousin. <laughs> First cousin, whatever. Um... He was shy. Mm-hmm. And our other older cousin, he was like 3 years older than us. He would steal the eggs from my cousin. Aww. And he would go like steal like like out of his hand that and I was so like,
1: sad. Oh my god, <laughs> you are
0: crazy. So, at the end though, everybody would count their eggs mm-hmm. and it was always really important that you got the most eggs because you got a prize which was normally one of those um, giant balloons with a string attached that you could bounce. yeah. Or a paddle ball and then you'd be sitting around for like two hours after the egg hunt seeing who could last the longest in paddle ball. But I would always cheat my count and I just now realized that the reason that they wanted everyone to tell how many they got is to make sure that they picked up all all of them. Yes. That's so smart. I'm like, Dang, I probably ruin the count every year. I'm like, well, I'll round up to five by five and maybe ru- up, to, <laughs> up to the nearest 10. And because I want that paddle ball, damn it. Right. I gotta has it. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but yes, egg hunts were always a big thing with us for I sure. That. So, what else? Let's what about see. the food? Oh my God. Did you have pretty much every... It was like Christmas. Yeah, it was a whole spread. With a spring palette, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think all of our foods were a shade of brown, yellow, orange, or white. Oh. See, ours were pretty colorful. Not ours. But I mean... S- Starchapalooza up in here. <laughs> That's what we had every all right, year. So, w- let's name off... Okay. You go first since yours is colorful. Mine's probably boring. We'll just go back and forth. Okay. So, definitely had to have a ham. Yes. And a turkey. Oh damn! We went full out, yeah, every year, full throttle. Yes. Okay, rolls. Oh yes, homemade yeast rolls. Okay, these weren't homemade, but oh, still my delicious. grandmother. Mm. She makes the best yeast rolls, and she would always make two pans. Mm-hmm. She would make one pan that was perfectly done, and one pan that was slightly underdone, so they were still doughy still soft. in the middle. Yeah, and then she would like. When they were baking, they would all kind of run together, but you could mm-hmm. tell where the edges were, and then yeah. she would just slather the tops of them with butter mm-hmm. as soon as they came out of the oven. My mouth is watering. It was delicious. So we would
1: have uh, mashed potatoes. Okay, we um, what my mom makes this broccoli cauliflower salad. Okay, so it's like broccoli, cauliflower, um, red onion, cheese. And, like, um, coleslaw dressing. Okay. But, so that, that was always a staple.
0: We would have a broccoli salad, but it would have, like, mandarin oranges, sunflower seeds, Ooh. cranberries. I guess not all of our food was yeah, Yeah, no, that's colorful. But then the dressing was, like, sugar. Yeah. And, um... Sugar. And <laughs> yeah. Maybe apple cider vinegar. I don't remember what mayonnaise. Like it was yeah. a really sweet dressing. And they'd have red onion and bacon mm-hmm. in it too. It was really good. Corn on the cob. I don't remember if we have corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Mac and cheese thing. every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So
1: good. Uh so my mom my mom would always go all out and make these bomb. Easter cakes in one year because one of my cousins, his birthday is very close to Easter. Mm -hmm. So sometimes like mom would take special care to make like an extra nice Easter cake that could also serve as a birthday cake Mm -hmm. for him. And I've thought about this cake probably like four times this week. Um, But mom made, she took two round cake pans Mm -hmm. And then she used one of them as the face of the bunny. And then she took the other one and cut it into like three different pieces. Yeah. So you could use two pieces for the ears and then one as a bow under the bunny. And I remember it was the most beautiful cake I had ever seen. Like as a child, I remember just being so impressed with my mom. Like, you know how you have these moments where you're just like, is there any person greater than my mom? Yeah. Like I can't, sometimes I remember thinking like, it, even if I were to think maybe someone was cooler than my mom, I immediately would be like, no, that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> she made an Easter cake. That is That so can't cute. be right. Um, so, yeah, I just remember love that it. being so cool. And to get like the, I guess the look of the fur, she used coconut. coconut. Shredded yeah, coconut. which I didn't
0: even like coconut, but I was I just like, coconut. damn, that's a cake. Yeah. Mom. We would have coconut cake and strawberry cake mm-hmm. and pecan Strawberry pe- cake. Oh, my God.
1: Gah. So good.
0: Pecan pie. Mm, banana pudding. Banana pudding, yes, mm-hmm. every year with a giant layer of meringue mm-hmm. on top. Our banana pudding was baked, like, in the oven. Mm-hmm. It was always really good. We'd probably have a cheesecake of some kind. Yeah. We would have a chocolate cake. Or, no, German chocolate cake. Yeah. My dad really loves good. that. Yeah. We would have literally enough food to feed a small nation mm-hmm. and overload them with carbs. Yeah. Basically. We would have green bean casserole. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think what else. Now that we've so kind of we've now adapted things a
1: bit. <laughs> so like now we'll we'll do green bean casserole sometimes and then sometimes I'll make sweet potato casserole. Yeah. My dad really likes that. Um, but Go-to choice of drink, sweet tea. Oh,
0: yeah, ghetto sweet. Sweet tea. I love it. Mm -hmm. Sweet tea syrup is what it really was. Mm -hmm. And then they'd have coffee to go with dessert. Yeah. So good. So much Mm -hmm. food all the time. Like, we would eat to the point of not being able to move. Right. It's like Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Giving thanks for all this food. Right. And my grandmother, she's always been one to make this food for everyone every year. Mm-hmm. And as she's gotten older, they've slowly started to help her. Kind like everyone would bring. Yeah. yes. So, but I remember one year, she she loves to make homemade custard too. Mm-hmm. Like homemade ice cream, homemade custard. She would hand stir the custard. Mm-hmm. And one year she threw her back out. Like she had a pinched oh. nerve. <laughs> because she was making fucking custard. And funny. it was like, well dang, nanny! like you straight up threw your back out. Over and the so custard." the rest of us were in charge of... Like bringing it all together. Right. Deviled eggs. How could yeah. I forget deviled eggs? Yeah. Mm. So good. Squash casserole. Oh, so good. Yeah, you are
1: making me hungry now.
0: Broccoli and cheese and rice casserole together. So good. Anyways, right. but would you eat at the kid table? Did you have like a designated
1: Oh yeah? Kid table? We always had yeah, we had a kid table. We would always eat in the
0: basement. <laughs> yeah, us too. <laughs> really? Yes. So did you basement have a pole in it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Did you take turns climbing the pole? Would you take off your Maybe. socks and, like, yes. climb?
1: Well, That's what I do. We used to do that, and we used to also climb the basketball
0: goal that way. Yep. And sit on top. So amazing. But we would have food fights down there, and my parents— Oh, my it, mom would have whooped my everybody ass. Everybody upstairs knew when we were up to something, whenever we would stop would it get talking. did get mm-hmm. My dad came down the stairs one year, and we were all throwing—like, covered in food. <sighs> And my little co- my youngest cousin Lee, she was like having the time of her life. It was the first time she was able to eat downstairs with us. Uh-huh. And he comes downstairs. he goes, "What? What are you doing? Who threw food?" And she goes, "I did." <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was the worst. And so we all got in big trouble. And then we had to come upstairs and eat. Yeah, it was. It was fun, though. I don't regret it. I think it's... I guess
1: because I see everything, like, from a mom's point of view now. Yeah. I look back and I think about, like, all, all the silliness, like, all the silliness that our moms... Had to put up with, yeah. yeah, you know, or like for holidays, all the extra touches that they do that you, as a child, like you didn't pick up on the fact that, yeah, your mom took the extra step to do this or that, yeah, and um, and you just like grew to expect it, and then. It became even more apparent to me when I would talk to other people who were our age and I would like mention some of these traditions Mm -hmm. and they they wouldn't know what I was talking about or they'd be like, well, my mom didn't do any of that stuff, which is fine. Yeah. You know, like to each his own. But then at the same time, I just think, you know, God bless our moms. Yeah. For, you know, just having that kind of spirit. Um, and I feel I don't know I just kind of feel like there's something special about moms going the extra step yeah and the dads for you know putting up with it and, and waking being us up patient. with a Jesus hymn yeah <laughs> well my parents would wake us up and we I was raised in a really really small Southern Baptist church mm-hmm. um, and I'd say probably at the time maybe eighty people attended this church yeah like it was really small little um, and it was just up the road from where I grew up. And they on Easter Sunday would have a sunrise service. And so, if you're not from the South, a sunrise service is when you get up before Jesus to watch Jesus wake up. You get up before the sun rises, you get ready, you go to church. church. Absolutely. And when there's, there's dew still on the grass. There has to be dew, otherwise, it's not authentic. And then you the go. The seats have to be damp and tacky. Oh, you're standing and outside. Freezing. You're standing outside in the cold, um, and they've got ours, like they would set up a pulpit, and then the music minister would come out, and he would sing the song about a hammer. And everybody was standing in the parking lot, and you could just hear, like, the speaker booming in the parking lot. And the song would start off with, like, the sound of of nails being hammered mm-hmm. into wood. And he sang the same song every year. And it sounds so kitschy and lame. No, but I swear if I heard that today, I would get the same chills that I got yeah. when I was like nine. Yeah. Um. And as he was seeing, and they always timed it perfectly, you know, like as he's finishing the song, the sun Is was up. always rising, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just something I, I would have never had that experience if, My parents had not woke us up at the ass crack of dawn (laughs) and was like, we're going to the sunrise service, Yeah, you know? But it's just so funny that, like, with us being from the South, we can say sunrise service, and you know what I'm talking about. But there's plenty of people who, if I said that, they'd just be like, what? What are you? Yeah. Huh? Um, and that wasn't even the actual church service. No. Then you'd maybe that was just the appetizer, right? Maybe you'd go home for a little bit, or maybe you stay around. But then, um, you know, about an hour, hour and a half later, the actual church service starts. Yeah. So it was it was a go long day. Go nap in the car. Uh
0: huh. would get you a sausage biscuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or a steak biscuit from Hardee's. Mm-hmm. So, and then in church. They would always have a time, like, I feel like Easter, the kids stayed in big church the whole time. If you're not Mm -hmm. familiar with this concept, normally, on a normal Sunday, you would sing a few songs, and then they would dismiss all the children to go... To Sunday school. Yeah. Or to the kids' church, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, on Easter, you got to stay in the big service. And it's always yeah. something that we begged to do mm-hmm. and then something that we regretted right. because it was, it so, was boring. so boring and long. So boring. But there was always a time in the middle of the church service where they would call all the kids up to the front. Mm-hmm. And we would have to sit there and be good and listen to them tell read us a story. I'm sure all the adults were bored because they were just sitting there watching us. Yeah. twiddle our thumbs and pick our noses or whatever the hell. Right. And yeah, I was always like embarrassed.
1: I didn't want to go up front. One time we did, you know, passion plays are also <laughs> oh, really big. I was in the passion play. <laughs> oh, I was wait. a star. I believe it. However, were you ever Jesus? Because my dad was. What? <laughs> in one of the Easter plays. I think it was, an. it had to have been an Easter play. Um, they came up and approached my dad, who is a beautiful shade of brown. Yeah. And they asked him, would you be interested in playing Jesus? My dad (laughs) said, uh, okay. Like, my dad is not one to put himself in front. Like, he does not need the limelight. Yeah. But if anybody asks him to do something, he's so, yeah, he's so amiable that he'll be like, sure. So they gave him a wig (laughs) of like long Jesus hair, right? (laughs) And I remember, it's true, he looked beautiful. Like, I just remember looking at my dad, like, oh, my God. My dad is beautiful. Like, I always always revered him, but now I did on a spiritual level. (laughs) Um, But the best part about dad being in that play that year was this little old white lady went up to him. And I'll never forget this. She was like... Oh my goodness, you just look so beautiful up there. I just never thought of a brown Jesus, <laughs> but a brown Jesus is just so
0: beautiful, isn't he? <laughs> and my dad... Like, ma'am, <laughs> Jesus was olive skin. I know, I
1: didn't want to break it to her, but uh, dad just was... I don't was, know about your American Jesus, but <laughs> actual Jesus ain't white. My dad was so gracious. He was just like, oh, thank you so much. But
0: yeah, dad made (laughs) an impeccable Jesus. I love it. So when I was a senior in high school, our theater director at school Mm -hmm. um, was the theater director at church. And she wrote this whole play. Mm -hmm. And I was starring as um, a girl named Leah, who was Pilate's um, servant. I'm and almost positive that I I watched this. Really? Yes. <laughs> you saw me. <laughs> yes. I was so famous. <laughs> um anyway, but I had a solo. Mm-hmm. I had I learned my lines in one afternoon because I had so much going on and she was like, "I need you to play this part. Can you please do it?" And so I did. It was awesome. Yeah. And it was just very chilling and Mm -hmm. Rehearsal for that was always really long and boring. But yeah, I got to be in a passion play. It's the only passion play I've ever been in. Passion plays were such a huge deal in town.
1: And, like, if you went, there were two things that you had to keep in mind. One, you had to get your tickets early. Yes. Right? And then two... You had, to get
0: you your had early or you'd be sitting <laughs> in the
1: back. I was going to say, you had a very specific responsibility to invite your unsaved friends. Oh my God. Any person you were friends with who didn't know Jesus, yes. you had to make sure that you got an extra ticket for them. That's right. And if you
0: didn't, there was some real guilt there. No, like, because they made you feel guilty. Right. That is your one if time. You they're like, well, we have all these tickets and no one's taking them. So right. someone ain't because doing every their job. passion play
1: ends with an, invitation an altar call, that's six an invitational
0: long, because they just know someone here in this room. They'll sweat you Jesus. out. They'll they will sweat, sweat, sweat you out. out. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn! I'll get saved again if <laughs> this will stop. So let me rededicate
1: remember rededications?
0: Rededicate <laughs> every time we're gonna do a summer camp version, a summer camp <laughs> episode, and that's gonna be a whole Oh part. man. Um but one of my friends went to a church locally. I didn't mm-hmm. go to this church, but I will never forget the story that she told me. It has stuck with me forever one of the well-known doctors in town was uh-huh. playing Jesus uh-huh. and it gets to the big scene where he's hanging on the cross mm-hmm. and it's, it's a very realistic reenactment. Their props were impeccable mm-hmm. um, to the point that they had like the cat of nine tails, uh-huh and they had, like, the screws and stuff in it so you could hear it dragging on the floor. Uh Well, they had a separate one that Mm -hmm. they would swap so when they would hit Hit. him, it wouldn't be real. The live performance comes. Oh, my God. Not the right (gasps) prop. It's so... No! Dr. What's-His-Face is up on the cross. (gasps) Stop! They go to to whip him with this cat of nine tails. It's the real deal. (laughs) It'd probably scar me for life. Right. But every time my friend tells me this story, I just pee my pants because it's so funny. Because that's, like, real life. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just, he broke the fourth wall. (laughs) I can't. Anyways. So. Anyways. But, yeah. So. Sometimes the passion plays, and to me, all of the, all of the church services, the passion plays, the week leading up, Palm Sunday, whatever, mm-hmm. they would fill that church full of lilies to the point where it smelled like a funeral home. Yeah, yeah, it was strong.
1: It was real. Like Easter season is so big in the church. Yes. Like, I, f- now that we work in high school, I feel mm-hmm. like it's comparable to homecoming week. Yes. Like. Yes. Activity after activity after activity, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just worn out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think growing up in the South, like your two biggest events at church are going to be Easter. And Christmas. Oh, I was going to say like Revival Week.
0: Like, um, did y'all ever have Revival
1: Weeks? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I or home. Like, they, yeah, yeah, they would do Homecoming. They would called Homecoming. Yeah. So
0: long. I know. Long, long, long. I was about to say this week, as I've been telling the kids that we're not coming to school on Good Friday Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, right. It's a holiday. It's observed as a religious holiday. Mm -hmm. Like, what is Good Friday? I'm like, well, I can't get uber religious with you, but I'm explaining. You know, I would explain the basic concept of it. Yeah. Like, oh. I didn't even know about that. Like, it's shocking to me yeah. that the culture has changed so much. It really has. Like, church culture yes. has changed so much. In the school. So, if you have been listening
1: and you're maybe around our age, hopefully you've had a good laugh remembering how church used to go down, especially mm-hmm. in the South. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In the south. But I appreciate it. Thanks, in, Mom and Dad. In the hot, sticky summertime, springtime right.
0: south. Where it on Easter, it was either hot as balls or raining or freezing. Yeah. Yeah. It was either one of those things. You're it right. Was never all of them. You're right. And you never knew which one it was going to be, regardless of the weather forecast for the week. mm Dumb.
1: Just like this weekend. Same thing. I was looking at the forecast. It's supposed Rain. to be nice all week until the weekend. And then it drops in temperature and it rains.
0: Bummer. I know. Anyways. Classic. All right. Well, that's all I've got. That's all we've got, guys. Um, Have a happy Easter. Yes. Well, this will be after Easter. Well, we hope you had a happy Easter. And we hope that you have hoarded a significant amount of candy from your children so that Mm -hmm. you can enjoy some yourself in the privacy of your pantry or bathroom. Yeah. Away from their... That's what I do. ...very selfish hands. They are. They are little... Selfish. Yeah. So one thing I do want to mention before we sign off for this episode, we have a Google voicemail number. What? Tell, Meaning, me, tell me about this. Okay. So Google Voice, it's basically a number that you call. It doesn't go to anyone's phone. It just says the Google provider or user you're calling is not available. Please leave a message. And all of your voicemails will go to our email. And we can share this Anonymously, We can share this just reading it, or we can share it by playing the message. So any of those options are things that we would love to do. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear comments on your Easter experiences or anything else that you just want to share with us. Um, that number is 615-200-0287. 615-200-0287. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Give us a review on iTunes, podcast, whatever you're listening on. We would be eternally grateful. But until next time, remember to laugh at yourself before someone else can. That's right. We'll see you all next
1: time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.